Hey, Vegas Nation listeners, I want to take 30 seconds to introduce you to a new podcast from the Review Journal called Critical Condition Accounts from One October. It's a five-part series sharing the powerful stories of two Las Vegas officers who responded to the scene of the One October shooting on the Las Vegas Strip. You can find this wherever you are listening to the podcast right now. Just search Critical Condition Accounts from One October or visit ReviewJournal.com backslash podcast for more information. Now on to Vegas Nation. Vegas Nation, presented by STN Sports Mobile from Station Casinos. We're trying, like I said, to uh, bring the right kind of people in here, we think, that can build a championship football team. You guys are the most loyal fans in the world, and I know it hurts that we might not be the Oakland Raiders forever, but we are still Raider Nation. I think it's going to be a, uh, you'll get an army coming into uh, Las Vegas. Nation podcast brought to you by STN Sports Mobile Station Casinos. I'm Heidi Fang, joined along with Ed Graney, our Review Journal sports columnist. We are in London, where the Raiders just knocked off the Bears 24 to 21. This effort mainly came, I think, on the heels of the running game, Ed. What did you make of Josh Jacobs' performance today and his efforts in getting the Raiders past the Bears? How are you, Heidi? All right, Ed. That wasn't good. I I can do a really good Irish one. I'm from the parents from Ireland. How are you, Heidi? I go to London and it just doesn't work. I've been here, you know, probably too much in the last few years. But um, uh, no, I just had to throw that out at you just to get your reaction. Every time I try Uh, to do Irish, I end up sounding Jamaican. So I'm not even going to do it on this podcast. It's a a mess. That's a tough one. Uh, Josh Jacobs was terrific. Um, You know, this is who the Raiders wanted when they took him 24 overall from Alabama. Uh, a kid who kind of did uh, his talking with his uh, with his play, not with his mouth, um, went out today, uh, and against a Bears defense that's only allowing about 83 yards a game total. Josh Jacobs went for 123 and two touchdowns. We know the final one with about 157 left. He went Marcus Allen-esque, leaping over the defensive front from two yards after the touchdown. And, by the way, Josh Jacobs today uh, broke Marcus Allen, the Hall of Famer's franchise record, for most yards by a rookie running back in his first five games. He's now at 430. So uh, Josh Jacobs was terrific today. And I think you have to give the credit then, Heidi, in turn, to the offensive line and tight ends and everyone who blocked for him because I'm telling you, no one, and I don't even know if the Raiders would admit it, but I don't think anyone thought that the Raiders could rush for near 170 against that defense because nobody does. No, I'll admit it. I'll be the first to admit I thought the Raiders were going to score a total of 10 points. I said it on this I did too. I said 10 as well. That's yeah. right. And it just didn't seem to me that Bright they were going to... you know? Yeah. I mean, last time <laughs> they were here, they played Wembley. They played the Seahawks. They scored a total of three points, yeah, albeit it was a much different team. And, yeah. Uh, but I They mean, stayed the whole week this time in the resort, and after you and I saw that resort, I know why he stayed there. I'm sure... I, I'm surprised they don't stay here for the entire bye week and just hang out in London. But no, I, that, I, like, people are going to say, did that make a difference? You know what I think made a difference today is uh, they were really physical up front. They set a tone. You know, Richie Incognito, he had two bad penalties early. But afterwards, he said, you know, uh, on our first scoring drive, their second possession, he goes, we hit him in the mouth because they were talking so much and then they didn't talk. So maybe as much as people Richie Inc- were ripping Inch- Richie Incognito when he was having those penalties, maybe they needed a little Richie to get going today. Maybe sometimes if you go into Khalil Mack and all these great defensive players, players you, you know you can't cower you have to stand up to them and that's what the Raiders did and you know they hit him in the mouth as Richie said and uh and got the job done that was a really good win going into the bye 
And you saw a lot of the blocking up front, like you mentioned. You got to credit the offensive line. Um, there were a lot of plays that went right at Colton Miller with mm-hmm. Khalil Mack concern. He yeah. pretty much held his own. You saw uh, Darren Waller on the line a lot more this game than in previous games mm-hmm. blocking. Um, I think Denzel good, good did a good job as well, keeping a clean pocket for Derek Carr. And we noticed like in the last and and a couple games this year when Derek Carr has time and that clean pocket, he wasn't he sacked at all. And Zero. The, yeah, and then uh, the the Bears. Chase Daniel, he was sacked, I believe, three times. Four times. Four. So, yeah, when, when you see that and the tables turning for the Raiders, I mean, how different is this team and this offensive line? How much credit do you give to these guys like Trent Brown and, like you said, Richie Incognito for being to being able to give Derek Carr this time and, and ability to find his receivers and open guys? Well, it's no different from the Raiders than anyone else. If you give a quarterback clean pocket and you can run the ball, you're usually in most games. Let's start with Khalil Mack. He had three tackles, a fumble recovery no sacks uh now again i'm not going to compare players but it was of note that josh jacobs was picked in the slot that the bears gave up the first round pick for cleo mack and we saw what jacobs did today and cleo mack now they're two totally different players one offensive one defensive one's going to the hall of fame already and one's only played five games so again you can't really compare him but that was like a nice sidebar to see josh jacobs step up but you're right um when he has a clean pocket, we saw it against Denver. Uh, we saw it uh, primarily last week in Indianapolis. Now we see it against one of the best defenses. Derek Carr can make plays. Uh, I thought he did a terrific job. And I, I'll say this, and I know you and I said this on the wrap-up for the Review Journal. This was by far, I think, John Gruden's best play-calling job since he's been Raiders coach. Um, I think there were 25 completions. Let me let me figure this out. There were 25 completions of Carr. That's I great. think 10 went to tight ends seven or eight to running backs, another six or seven to wide receivers. Man, he spread the ball around for a team that was missing Tyrell Williams, uh, J.J. Nelson, Dwayne Haskins, all with injuries as wide receivers. I thought he did a really good job. And, you know, a lot of it was Gruden's play calling on who to throw to. Um, and it just worked today. So, you know, they deserve a lot of credit. They led 17-0 at the half. They let it all go away. A um, couple bad turnovers. All of a sudden, it was 21-17. You're sitting there thinking, oh, my goodness, they're going to lose a game where they're up 17-0. But 17 plays. Did I get that right, Heidi? I know it's 90. Maybe it's 13 plays. That final drive was 13 plays, 97 yards over 552. It included a fake punt, and Jacob soars in from the two. Um, they deserve to be 3-2 and two at this point. I thought that was a nice win. This episode of Vegas Nation will be right back. SDN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. Sign up today and get a new sign-up bonus of up to $50. Did John Gruden get the monkey off his back, the Khalil Mack monkey? He's come under a lot of scrutiny for that. I mean, by getting this win... Does it come on, Heidi? Does it, does it hush up? Come on, anyone? Heidi! What a statement! Um, Don't knock on wood. No, if you're with me. I can't knock on wood on that. No one, one can knock because, on wood um, <laughs> because he's a Hall of Fame player, and Josh Jacobs had one really, really nice game. Uh, so, and and it's even wrong to go even further with that comparison. One's a running back, one's a rush defender. You know, if they had traded away a running back and drafted Josh Jacobs, then it's a real you know comparison. Um, it's almost like comparing you know Josh Jacobs to um, Marcus Allen. Now today you could do that a little more because he broke. Marcus Allen's record and that two-yard flying touchdown. Over, That's right. what Marcus Allen used to do. So while he's not Marcus Allen, we're not saying that. Today there were a few visions of Marcus Allen leaping over and then obviously him breaking Marcus Allen's record uh, for rookie rushing yards in first five games. No, yeah, no. I think I think I wrote this the other day. I think individually, 
if you're just talking individuals, the the Bears will have won that trade forever because the odds that either guys they've already taken or will take with next year's draft becoming a Hall of Famer like Mac are completely long, obviously. Especially a running back is really, really hard. Um, but if you're going team-wise, let's be honest, Heidi, as great as Cleo Mack was with the Raiders, I think at no time, only once only once when he was with the Raiders did they rank better than 22nd in defensive efficiency, which meant one thing. They had an incredible player, and they didn't have a lot of great players around him. Now you see Cleo Mack on a team with a lot of great defensive players around him. That's why it's a great defense. So you could have kept Cleo Mack his entire career and paid him a fortune and never won anything if the people around him didn't get better. So you, the Bears will always win the trade in terms of they get the better player, but I'm not so sure the Raiders lost it in the sense that they get a lot of guys back. They have have their running back for the future and you know what they weren't great overall with Cleo Mack as a defense anyway so here's one thing that the Raiders did and were lucky to get away with was we talked about this again in that wrap-up but that fake punt then there's a fumble it's recovered by the Bears and it's overturned so that went the Raiders way and it should have went the Raiders way as you mentioned earlier but the fact that that happened and then it kept him in the game um I mean, these are the kinds of plays that the Raiders are probably need to going to need to do as they progress into Houston, as they go into Green Bay, as they continue to play these other teams. I don't think they need these trick plays all the time, but this one particularly was key in keeping the the game alive for the team. Um, we talked about John Gruden a lot earlier, but for the podcast sake. How much do you think that John Gruden has kind of established himself now in the coaching role of the Raiders as somebody that's going to make good calls for the team that helps them keep into these games? How, you know, well, how I mean, look, that? Gruden's always going to have his detractors because he signed a 10-year deal worth $100 million reportedly. I don't know if I ever believed that money or how much was guaranteed, but it's a huge deal. So people just see that, and they're, he's going to get detractors when he loses and if they don't win a lot. I think he's a good coach. Um, I think he is a little set in his ways on who he has in his team and how he runs his team and, and the play calling sometime. But look, five minutes can change. You're down four against a team that's, you know, uh, favored to win. You've lost all of a 17-point lead. It's fourth and one. Yeah, I like the call on, on the fake punt. Eric, Eric Harris got the yardage. He fumbled, but it was uh, reversed, which was the right call because he was down. But I think you have to do something at that moment. I mean, you know, look, you're going to punt it away. And I know you're t- dealing with Chase Daniel, but it leads least the, the the worst the Bears probably would have done is flip the field which what what does it mean you're again having to drive probably 80 or 90 and then you're like not five minutes left you're like with two minutes left and it's really hard at that point with the pressure they can bring so I think uh, the fake punt was a good call it was probably the call he had to make and yeah I mean I think he's a good coach look I mean it's his second year they're building the team in whatever way they believe it's going to be successful when it gets to Vegas and today was a nice uh, nice example of that two weeks ago you and I are sitting in Minneapolis and they're destroyed. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a joke. Last week, a good win against Indy. Now they win. Okay, let's see. Now they get a bye week and they go to Green Bay, who won at Dallas tonight with Aaron Rodgers, an incredible offense. So um, we'll see how they do over the course of the season. I will say, um, at this point, you know, uh, Chargers lost to Denver. Denver's not great. We've seen that. The Raiders, Kansas City's probably the best team. Uh, but, you know, you are, see, you are seeing a few things in the AFC West, Heidi, that uh, makes you believe, um, you know, maybe you're contending in that two-hole, you know, at the end of the year. And as of right now as we speak on this podcast it is the end of the third quarter in kansas city and the chiefs are down by three to the colts yeah do not say that because once again pat mahomes is my quarterback and he just can't get going these last few weeks fantasy 
fantasy conversation, oh, Ed. Fantasy. I got a swift Irish. Come on, Patrick. <laughs> Come on, Patrick. Let's go. <laughs> what, you need, what you need is a little bit of Christian McCaffrey. God, that you, is Irish Jamaican. I told you. My goodness. So. <laughs> that takes some talent. I'm strictly bad Irish. You throw the Jamaican in there. I don't even know how it happens. Let's I, go. You know. you're, oh, you're, you're Heidi O'Marley. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Who that is, or if that could be a distant cousin of mine. But <laughs> um, okay, so the Raiders have the bye week, Ed, with the couple of wins behind them now. Going into that bye week, how I guess much do you feel like this win helps build their confidence oh. and and brings the team together as they next have to continue on the road after the bye week into Green Bay? It should increase their confidence incredibly. Look. If in any NFL game, especially against the Bears, if you can walk out saying we completely dominated and controlled the line of scrimmage and ran the ball, that has to do a ton for your confidence. Because there's not many teams, Denver, Chicago, there's not many teams you're going to line up with that kind of advantage, right? And to, and leave the game saying, hey, we really beat them up up front. So uh, this should give them a, a huge amount of confidence. You know, I'll tell you one thing. If that flight was 10 or 11 hours uh, um, long going home, it probably felt like four. When you win a game like that, a flight like that, now if they had lost the game that thing would have felt like 20 <laughs> like the one so, from seattle when like the one in. you and i oh, are about yeah. to go on here in about in a couple hours <laughs> that's gonna uh, feel like 15 hours because yeah, it's well, four in the morning we're not flying like they are um <laughs> no but i mean i think it should give them a lot of confidence you know but it's it, look it's week to week in the nfl we score we see scores every week like you said the chiefs are losing right now who thought the chargers lose to denver today um there's scores every week you don't know if you just have to kind of prepare for each one and and get healthy I, you know i think it's going to help if they get terrell williams back obviously they need some kind of uh, uh big break wide receiver um, they need some depth back there. Uh, Cleveland Furl didn't play today. Um, but, you know, the defensive, defensive line set up, is, uh, we should mention that. Uh, the, Bear, the, the the Raiders coming into today, Heidi, in four games had a total of five sacks. They had four today. Yeah. Uh, for a team that only had like 13 last year, was total it? I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah. on a much better uh, trajectory. So, yeah, should have huge confidence going to Green Bay against a really good Packers team. All right, so that'll do it for us here from London. We're going to wrap things up. Raiders got to a bye week. Again, the final score, 24-21. to 21. Raiders improved to 3-2 to as they defeated the Bears here at Tottenham Hotspur stadium actually before we wrap it up i just have to ask what did you feel about this whole stadium and having this first game here at tottenham i for me i loved the pitch it was so much better than last year it wasn't this soggy sod that was like you you put your knee down and your whole pants came up wet but (laughs) this time it was a nice field i felt like they really did a good job even inside putting up all the signage and everything even in the locker rooms how nice it looked Uh, what was your overall impression best stadium i've ever been in Locker rooms were incredible. Uh, it'll be great to see uh, the um, stadium, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas next year. That's a hard thing to match to what we saw today. That is a beautiful, beautiful uh, stadium here in Tottenham uh, for the Premier Team. And obviously now they'll host football games, concerts. Uh, it'll be a huge, huge stadium here in London. And they have many of them around here because of the uh, English Premier League. But I think it's the best stadium I've ever been in. Um, it was amazing. Uh, everything about it, like you said, the signage. Uh, they did it. You know, top, top shelf, Heidi. <laughs> top shelf, O'Malley. Molly, O'Malley. Guinness, 
There you go. Well, we know. <laughs> Let's have a few of those. What time Jameson, is it? Jameson, it's still it's still four in the morning. Oh, it's four in the morning on a Monday here in London. I can just get on the plane. There's no sleep. No, no sleep no. till Vegas. Darn right. <laughs> so, uh, again, that'll wrap things up here on the Vegas Nation podcast. Brought Cheers, Heidi. Cheers. Cheers, Say it mate. one more time. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Brought to you by STN Sports Mobile Station Casinos. And we will be back with a, a little bi-week kind of recap of what we've seen over the first five games with the Raiders when we get back to Vegas maybe we'll put that together for you as well so keep tuned to everything Vegas Nation related go to VegasNation.com download the Vegas Nation app leave us some comments we love hearing from you but for Ed Graney you can find him on Twitter at Ed Graney I am at Heidi Fang thank you so much for listening